Hello, and welcome back to the RAJ Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie fucking J. And tonight, we're going to be talking about something a little bit different. I mean, look, you know, on Tuesday's episode, I talked about uh, climate change. I wasn't far from the mark. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that storm kind of fizzled, didn't it? You're like, where's millions of people without electricity and things are flooded? <laughs> okay, well... I mean, it really didn't, it really wasn't the epic storm of, of creation as it was predicted to be. I know because I live in Georgia and it came right through and it honestly, it fizzled. We got a lot of rain, uh, a little bit of wind, but not anything that they were, I mean, they were acting like this is going to be the storm of the century. I mean, we were acting like this was Hurricane Katrina. I mean, it really wasn't, but okay. I mean, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's all about choices, isn't it? All right, so what are we getting into tonight? Well, this episode is not going to be for everyone. I just want to be honest about it, all right? If, if you're not into this, that's okay. You can turn off the episode. You're like, oh, here we go, another political... No, this isn't political at all. This episode is all about why I hate Star Wars. That's right. This entire episode is going to be about Star Wars. So if that's not your thing, you can tune out. Not going to hurt my feelings, but I'm just telling you that this literally the entire half hour is going to be dedicated to talking about Star Wars and why I fucking hate it now. So listen, I, I, as people know me, I have been an avid Star Wars fan since I was a kid. I mean, I used to watch the original trilogy. I, I've seen probably each one of those. And this is without exaggeration, 40 to 50 times without an exaggeration. You're like, well, that's a lot. That's a lot of time spent on Star Wars. Absolutely. Loved, loved the original trilogy. Uh, the prequel trilogy, no, nah, it was kind of hit and miss. Um, I think the first one was okay. Uh, you know, Phantom Menace was just okay. Uh, Attack of the Clones was absolute garbage. It had good, some good stuff in it, like some cool stuff to set up the Death Star. You know, it was cool seeing all the Jedi fight in the arena. That was neat. Um, but, you know, that's only the last 20 minutes of the movie. There's really not much going. Um, the Dooku fight was cool. Uh, Yoda fighting for the first time was fucking awesome. But that movie just stunk, bro. It was too much, just too much, like, talk. It was too much yakking. There wasn't much action in the second one. Now, the third one of the prequel series I'm a big fan of. Revenge of the Sith is is my favorite prequel movie. I think that that was just balls to the wall fucking action set piece after action set piece everything comes together i mean sure there's things to pick apart about it but honestly it's just that's a good fucking movie i love it from start to finish it's great it's got some good payoffs in it um some things i wasn't expecting and you're like well what did you not expect i didn't expect the emperor to fight yoda bro it was a real deal now i mean we can talk about that why did Yoda leave? I don't really know. I mean, I, you know, there's some theories around, but I think my ultimate guess as a Star Wars fan is that Yoda left because he realized that they were evenly matched. There was not going to be a win for either of them. They were just pretty much the ultimate light and the ultimate dark, and there is no eradication. They just both have to just die. So anyway, so I really wanted to talk about Star Wars because it's been something, you know, I've been talking to some folks at work about it. And I don't think they understand where I'm coming from. Because uh, my friend, Miss Logan, he's a big Star Wars fan. He watches all the new content that comes out. He loves most of it. Not all of it. I'll give him credit. <clears throat> and he asked me frequently, he's like, well, you know, you're going to watch this new Ahsoka? You're going to watch this Ahsoka? No, I'm not watching that trash. I don't want to see it. I'm not fucking interested anymore. Because in my opinion, and, you know, people can say, well, I don't agree. Oh, Jared, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Um, Disney has fucking run Star Wars right into the ground, and they've ruined it. 
and I don't like it anymore. I just, it's not for me. It's, you know, when, um, when, when people say, well, it wasn't made for you. Well, it's not made for me. Star Wars is not for me anymore. Star Wars is not for the original fan base. It's just not, they're not making it that way. They're trying to attract a new audience that doesn't fucking exist because, and I can only speak anecdotally, but my three kids hate Star Wars. They despise it. And I'm right there with them. I don't really like it either. So, I mean, I don't really agree with them as far as like the older stuff is concerned or Clone Wars is an excellent series. They're just not interested. But, you know, this was the the generation that was being targeted, supposedly, with all these new changes they made to the lore and stuff. But it doesn't work. And they don't like it. And I don't blame them. And if anything, if there's anything to go by, the recent numbers for the Ahsoka series are abysmal much like everything else has been from Boba Fett to uh, Obi-Wan series. All of these series have failed miserably. Uh, Mandalorian season three did terrible in the ratings. Now, one of the things is you'll be like, well, what ratings? Uh, you know, Disney hasn't put any ratings out. Yeah, that's because it's a scam. All these streaming platforms, you know why they don't put ratings out? Because it's a scam, because they don't want you to know what the ratings are. And you're like, well, that's ridiculous. Oh, that's preposterous. Why? That doesn't even make any sense. They they put out ratings and stuff like that. Like Amazon put out ratings for the Rings of Power, and then they said it was it was amazing. Well, you remember how it started off with Rings of Power, like 32 million people or whatever the fuck their crazy ass number was watched it. But yet, when you got to the end of the series, they came out with the other statistic, which was only 32 percent of those who started with the first episode finished with the last. That's abysmal. That's your that's your rate of return for your entire series. 32% stuck with it. <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. But the reason I say it's a scam is because they purposefully don't publish these numbers. You know how Nielsen used to work back in the day when you watched normal cable TV and stuff? They would have the, the at least weekly stats on what house shows were doing and the demographics that were watching it. We don't have that information available because these studios are very cagey about this. And I think the reason is if they weren't cagey about it, then we would know the truth. And the truth is that most of these programs fail miserably. They're absolute trash and they know it. So you would also keep it a secret because you don't want your investors to know about how, how much you're failing. So my thing is, if they knew that the ratings for these kinds of shows were massive, now Disney's come out with numbers claiming it was like 14 million people watched uh, the Ahsoka series this past week. Um, I don't believe that. I think that's bullshit. It's probably 14 million over the three episodes that they've launched, or maybe the first two. But collectively, I don't believe that 14 million people tuned into the first episode. I don't believe that. I think that's bullshit. And honestly, we don't know what the figures are because they don't keep track of them. But again, I say if the if the if the return was so great, then these companies would be telling us immediately what the numbers were as far as streaming is concerned. I mean, they own the servers. You can have those metrics. Listen, you know, people think people think I'm just some schlub that sits in a basement. Listen, we do live we do live events at work and I know how many people are watching that live event. In fact, we had a live event this week that was one of our highest viewed events ever. Um but you can see those statistics in what's called real time. So there's no, I don't want to hear any bullshit of, well, you know, it takes them a couple of weeks to put them. No, it doesn't. They know immediately. They knew the night of how many fucking people watched that shit. Now, to be fair on streaming, you have many days in which you should do it. So you could give them seven days, right? You could say, well, we'll give them a week because, you know, people will filter in. They don't necessarily watch when the contents drop. Some people wait until the entire series is dropped to watch it. But at least comparatively to the other things they've 
they've launched. Uh, all of these Star Wars shows have failed and failed miserably. So, and I'm going to go into the reasons that I think that that's happened. This may be a two-part episode. I hate to see it. I hate to see all the people out there who are like, we're going to talk about Star Wars for an hour? Yes. Potentially, yes. Because I got a lot to say about it because I'm pretty fucking angry about it. Um, you know, it was bad enough that they've ruined Indiana Jones, and we can get into that on, on a separate podcast. But Star Wars was always my favorite thing. It was the the only thing that I would just watch religiously. I mean, I know crazy shit that no one, like, I know that the the uh, the Laffy guy in Jabba's Palace, his name is Salacious Crumb. I mean, I know these things. I just know the guy that goes, <laughs> you know, shit like that. <laughs> I mean, I know things about Star Wars that many people probably don't know. I'm not saying I know everything about it, or I'm the I'm the guy to go to if you have a Star Wars question. I don't mean it like that, but I certainly knew more than the normies, right? I was I was a fan, a true fan. Anything Star Wars that ever came out, I was there. First day to see it, loved it. But that's waned in recent years. And we all know what killed Star Wars. And nobody wants to talk about it, but it's the truth. The Last Jedi killed Star Wars. That was the end of Star Wars. It was the beginning of the end, right? And, you know, I'm not going to fault anyone. I, I I don't really know exactly what happened behind the scenes. Um, they've later admitted that there was never a plan for the trilogy, which to me is unbelievably fucking stupid. How fucking stupid are you to not have an overarching plan for your fucking series? What a bunch of fucking... Uh, milk toast pieces of shit cunts who are sitting there and don't have a, a fucking plan for your trilogy, your billion dollar, your four billion dollar trilogy that you paid for because you pay. That's how much you paid for Star Wars to run it right into the ground. You didn't have an overarching plan. Wow. What a bunch of fucking losers. Anyway, so you get to now I would have I'm one of the few people who would probably say this, I would have liked to have seen J.J. Abrams get his full trilogy the way that he wanted it. I think he had an idea of what he wanted to do. Again, they've admitted that they had they had not planned it out. But I think he set up a lot of really cool things in The Force Awakens that really would have worked, and I would have liked to have seen some payoffs for. Um, I think the biggest failure of the sequel trilogy is The Knights of Ren. That is an absolute fucking fail. Um, to have them... Fuck it. I mean, let's just be honest. They're in the they're in they're mentioned in the first movie. They're really not in it. They're in it for about 12 seconds when we have a flashback. Then they uh aren't in the second one at all. No, not, not even in the second one. And then they come in the third one and they're just killed within three seconds. I mean, come on, bro. What what a what an, a great because there was the fan speculation was so fucking high for the Knights of Ren. What are they? Who are they? Are they former Jedi? Are they like rogues? Are they some sort of like, um, you know, guns for hire, like Boba Fett? Like what's going on with these guys? It was nothing. They're just like, you know, just a bunch of guys. <laughs> I mean, just, they had some great concepts. And I want to say like, even, even in Last Jedi, like I liked the Praetorian Guard. I thought they were really fucking cool, but they are also big losers because they lost within three and a half seconds. Like they had great concepts, some cool things that they came up with and they just literally slammed it into the ground. Making Snoke die in the second one. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, I mean, the biggest fail was having Palpatine come back. You have a whole new trilogy of movies. You've killed Palpatine in, in what's, 
I mean, technically the sixth one. Um, you've killed him in the sixth one and then bring him back for the ninth one. Come on, bro. We're out of ideas. It just To me, it just means you were just scraping the barrel, trying to figure out how to make it work or make it surprising. When you revealed that you had the Emperor coming back, it's kind of like it was all for nothing. It's like, well, why am I watching this? This is trash. And still to this day, still to this day, I have never seen Rise of Skywalker. And I will never see it. I refuse to see that movie. That's it. I've never seen it. I don't want to. Uh, the trailer for it pissed me off. And I was like, I'm not watching this fucking trash. It's trash. I'm not doing it. You're going to bring Palpatine back? Really? You kill Luke off? Really? What the fuck? What is going on? You have Rey versus fucking uh, Kylo and and Kylo never, never fucking wins a battle? What? He's been training with the Force for like 37 years. And this stupid bitch comes in and she's just like, I'm better the Force. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. It, it didn't sell me. I, I don't give I didn't give a shit about it. Um, I thought Ray sucked. Um, I'm a I'm a fan of Daisy Ridley. I think she's a good actress, but Ray is a character blows. She's absolute no nothing. She's worthless. Um, she's basically, and I hate to say it because it's going to piss off my liberal friends. She's a Mary Sue, bro. She's an absolute Mary Sue, straight up. She just is. She stinks. She's a terrible character. And you know why she's a terrible character? Because she doesn't follow the hero's journey, which I mentioned in a previous podcast. Look up the hero's journey. You tell me whether Ray follows the hero's journey. She doesn't because the hero's journey is about failure. That's the whole point. Ray doesn't fail. What does Ray fail with? Not a goddamn thing. She's perfect from the minute we meet her and she's perfect until the end. Because remember, she's all the Jedi. And you're like, well, how do you know this if you didn't watch the last one? Well, I watched retrospectives on it. Like, I've seen, like, I, I've heard about the details, but I have literally never sat down and watched that film. I would never will. But, you know, and I, I always hear that this is the comment that really pisses me off when people go, well, I mean, Ray and Anakin, same thing. Anakin was overpowered. He was perfect at everything. No, wrong, incorrect. No, he wasn't. Not at all. And I'll give you an example. What limbs did Ray lose in battle? Oh, that's right. None. None, right? She was perfect from the beginning. Perfect from the beginning, bro. She didn't lose a fight. Not a one. She was able to use her force powers in Force Awakens, and she beat Kylo. Put all those little cuts on his face and shit. What happened in Last Jedi? Nothing. She fights the Praetorian guards and shit. You know cutting Snoke in half and I mean she didn't lose in there Phasma was an absolute waste Phasma was absolute trash they built her up to be this big baddie and the first one they throw into to a trash compactor and the second one she just fucking just falls into the floor that's it that's the Phasma story the chrome fucking stormtrooper which is a great concept uh Gwendolyn Christie's a great actress absolute waste on uh, these fucking people absolute fucking waste just a waste um, but yeah, no, Anakin wasn't overpowered because if you remember when he fought Dooku, what happened? Well, he lost his arm for fuck's sake and he was beaten. And then Dooku was going to slam him with that, that big cylinder fucking thing. And then Yoda stepped in and saved them just barely. Even Obi-Wan got his ass kicked by Dooku. Obi-Wan's a whole other story. I don't get Obi-Wan. And that's that goes back to George Lucas's trilogy. Obi-Wan always stunk to me. I never understood why everyone likes obi-wan because he's really terrible if you think about it he's probably one of the worst jedi he he gets beaten constantly 
I mean, they even reference it. The only place that Obi-Wan's cool is in the Clone Wars series. That's it. Obi-Wan stinks everywhere else. He's absolutely worthless. He's cool in A New Hope from the fact that he's training the next generation. That's cool. But ultimately, Obi-Wan's blows. He's just a terrible character. And I know that that's going to be offensive to people. Like, how can you say you're a Star Wars fan if you don't like Obi-Wan? Because Obi-Wan fails constantly. He's a fucking failure. Everything he does is a failure. From trying to keep the twins safe to fucking he, you know, Leia gets lost in the show and he has to go rescue her. And then he leaves Luke alone and Luke almost gets murdered by, uh, what was, what is that asshole's name? Fucking, what was that? What was that stupid Jedi that, or the, the dark Jedi that they create? Reva. When Reva comes after Luke and shit and he almost gets murdered, but she decides to change her mind. Well, Obi-Wan wasn't there to save him. He, she probably could have cut him up. No one would have known. So that would have been the end of the sequel trilogy or the end of the new hope. There was no hope because she killed his ass. But Obi-Wan's a failure, bro. He's a failure from the beginning to the end. Unfortunately, I hate to say it. And then he gets cut up all the time and he doesn't really beat. He has two opportunities to kill Vader. Doesn't do it. What does he do? He cuts his legs and his hand off. Okay. Or arm, I should say. When they're on Mustafar. Okay. But he had the opportunity to end it. He could have ended it right there. Now, people could say, well, Palpatine would have found another apprentice. Okay, that's a fair point. But ultimately, Obi-Wan had a chance to save the galaxy or at least make an opportunity to get there. He could have killed Anakin right there and waited for the Emperor to arrive. And you could say, well, the Emperor would know whether he was dead or not. Okay, well, maybe. Well, leave him alive then. And then and then get the Emperor. Wait till the Emperor's back is turned because he only goes there with two stormtroopers. Just wait till his back's turned. Just cut his fucking head off. End of the show. That's it. It's the end of the story. <laughs> You're like, well, Disney didn't touch that. That's accurate. That's true. Yeah, but George Lucas kind of screwed that up a little bit. But I always thought that Obi-Wan was a complete failure and was kind of sad. I was just like, this guy really, he just can't win. And then in the uh, in uh, Revenge of the Sith, he's tr- he's fighting Dooku again. You would think he would kick Dooku's ass. He doesn't. He gets hit and thrown against the wall. And then he has that big fucking, I don't even know what, a platform just thrown on top of him. And I'm like, oh, he's out again. And then he doesn't wake up until Anakin's carrying his ass out with, that, with the soon-to-be emperor. It's like, bro, you stink. You're terrible. <laughs> Obi, come on, bro. You need to beef up on your skills a little bit. I mean, if Yoda was like you, we would, I mean, what's the point? At least Yoda was at least competent. But anyway, I'm not here to talk about Obi-Wan the whole time and how Obi-Wan stinks. Um, but yeah, I just think that you know, my biggest gripe, I think, is that canon matters. And what's canon? Canon means the lore of the show, the lore of, of everything that's been created by George Lucas and then fucking stamped on by Disney. The lore matters, but they keep trampling all over everything that we love. Let me give you a couple of examples. First off, in... Um, in the last Jedi, remember when that that uh, purple-haired fuck-face weirdo? Remember when she sets the the ship to do that? It's called the Holdo maneuver, mind you. Um, when she sets the hyperdrive to go into and destroy the fucking First Order fleet, that that's cannon breaking. It completely breaks Star Wars right there. Automatically, Star Wars is done now. When she goes in and nukes all those ships, well. Why didn't we just do that with the Death Star? We could have just blown the Death Star in half had we used the Holdo maneuver. And I was talking to a gentleman today at work, and he said, well, and he was joking, but he was like, well, they weren't smart enough to invent that. <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, sure. But 
it's you see what I mean? It's just like dumb. When you add these new things, you think you're being cool, but you're not being cool because it doesn't make any goddamn sense. You could have taken out both the Death Stars with that Holdo maneuver. You just ram ships into it at hyperspace and just rip them apart. I mean, that's dumb. It just doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's just, you know, things were done to make to hit the cool factor, but they weren't done for good reason. So what's another thing? The Kuiper Crystals. The Kuiper Crystals originally were mined in Ilum. And you're like, what is this? I know. I know a lot of things. They were mined in Ilum by the Jedi. would go to Ilum and they would find a Kuiper Crystal. And But the Kuiper Crystals originally, at least when George Lucas was running the show, when it was called the Expanded Universe, the crystals that they would get already had their colors associated with them. You would pick your Kuiper Crystal based on the type of Jedi and the form stance that you were going to use when you fought. You know, you were, I think the green one is is a guardian and then the stance is like stance number six or seven. And yes, I know all these things. But <clears throat> what, what you were supposed to do is you pick the crystal, the crystal picked you, right? You found the crystal in the cave, the Kuiper crystal for use in your lightsaber. That's what you're supposed to do. Well, we've changed that now. Now Canon says that a, a Jedi has to go to Ilum, picks any random crystal that calls to them. Sure. Oh, okay. And then the colors determined on, on the association of the Jedi with the, the crystal and their lightsaber. And then you make a crystal bleed to make it turn red. And that's the way that the evil, it's stupid. No, the, the way that it was supposed to be in the original lore was that the Sith crystals were synthetic. That's the whole point. They weren't fucking real. They created their own crystals. The Jedi only were the, were the only ones that found them naturally. The Sith created them. They, they were synthetic crystals. That's the whole fucking point. It wasn't that you bled them or um, Ahsoka, Ahsoka killed uh, a fucking a Sith Lord and then took his his crystals out and made them white because she purged them of the evil. And I get Ben with that's so stupid. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. I don't like it. It's lore breaking. And that's Disney for you. Just inventing dumbass shit. So what's another one? Well, they disregarded the expanded universe. The expanded universe was, I mean, from T Timothy Zahn's series on Thrawn to, um, I don't know, fucking hell. You could look at, uh, uh, what was his name? Prince Aspian or some shit for the, uh, the fucking Shadows of the Empire and shit. They had all kinds of, of interesting books and shit and series that went into Star Wars lore in between. You had Dash Rendar, all kinds of things that were really neat about it. <clears throat> but they threw all that out. Disney just said, no, none of that's canon anymore. The EU is just kind of like stories. I forget what they, they had a particular name for it. It was like, uh, extra stories or, or some dummy shit to, to claim that all stories are told from a quote-unquote certain point of view. Get bent with that, you bunch of fucks. So they threw all that out. Then Kathleen Kennedy, who is the, well, a soon-to-be former, soon-to-be former CEO of Lucasfilm, came out and said, you know, we're, we're just doing the best we can with these stories because we don't have anything to base them on. There's like, there's no like, you know, like stories or books or anything, you know, that we can go off of. We just have to invent things as we go. What a fucking idiot. You are in charge of the biggest franchise in history, possibly the world. If you think, if you think of the cultural implications of Star Wars, it, I mean, 
I, I don't how you can even say how you can be the head of Lucasfilm and not even know about the expanded universe and how much material there was to mine there for movies and you could I mean you can make hundreds of movies off of that stuff hundreds and make billions of dollars now they threw it all out wasn't worth it now they've mined the EU subsequently and gone back and like added some some things here and there uh, that were cool aspects you know whatever but basically they ruined it and. I think the biggest problem with Disney Star Wars right now is that they've hired people who either don't understand the canon or they don't like it. Why would you hire someone who doesn't like Star Wars to do a Star Wars movie? Does that make any fucking sense to you? I'm not talking about being a fanboy and being some sort of big piece of shit, some cunt about it. Oh, Star Wars! I don't want that guy either. But somebody who at least respects it and understands like what's happened, they understand the universe. I would at least expect anyone coming into the Star Wars universe has seen everything produced. And you're like, well, that's hundreds and hundreds of episodes, all kinds. Yes. And you know what? Up until ah- Ahsoka, I've seen everything that Star Wars has ever made, except for, as I said, Rise of Skywalker. I would never watch that movie. Um, but everything that, that they've put out, I've watched. Every fucking thing. Now, to be fair, Andor... Um, I couldn't get through it. I think I got to the second to last episode. I was bored out of my goddamn mind. That was one of the most boring fucking shows I've ever seen in my life. It was fucking terrible. Not the acting. The acting was excellent. And the graphics were pretty good too. But the story overall was just boring as fuck, man. And just watching people walk around and talk about things for, for hours. I'm like, when are we going to get to it? Just kill some people or something. You have to, you have to, I think you have to have a, a, a happy medium here. I'm okay with some exposition. I'm okay with some character building. Nothing wrong with that. Certainly, as I get older, I appreciate those things more. But it can't be all that way. And it can't be all action all the time. It's got to be a little bit of both. But with Andor, I was bored out of my goddamn mind. I really, I didn't ever finish it. I think I, I, think I had two episodes left. You have to ask Miss Logan if you ever get a chance. But I, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't fucking finish it. It was just a slog. And every week an episode would come out and I would go in the ne- to work the next day and Miss Logan would see the new Andor episode. I was like, I got through it. That's how I felt. Like, I'm not excited about it. I'm just, it's a slog. I'm like, I feel like I got to sit my ass down and go through this stupid ass shit. I'm wasting my fucking time. It was a lot, bro. It was a lot. So I think those are kind of the the reasons that I say canon matters. But yeah, Disney's throwing all of that into the wind. And they're just making shit up as they go. Now, you know, some people, as I said, some people will complain about the prequels. I don't think anything George Lucas did was perfect. I'm not a, a George Lucas elitist or some shit. He got a lot of shit for the prequel trilogy. I mean, again, as I said, Revenge of the Sith is my favorite movie. I think it's excellent. Um, it's well paced. It's got some really cool scenes in it. I mean, there's great stuff. It's got okay acting, not the best, not the worst. It's pretty okay. Um, but I feel like everybody kind of got into their roles and they were pretty good about it. Um, it was the only movie that I've seen that made Natalie Portman look ugly. If you watch the scene where she's on the terrace, where she's in her gray gown and she's pregnant at the time and she's crying because, uh, whatever's going on. I always thought, I think Anakin may be in that scene. Yeah, I think he is. I think it's before they burn up the Jedi Temple. But he goes to her and and she's there and she's like, ooh, and I'm like, oh, God, how do you make Natalie Portman look ugly, bro? She's a beautiful woman. 
She did not look good in that scene. I don't know what the hell they did. I don't even know if it was her. Maybe it was an impersonation. I don't know. But that that didn't look right, bro. Something ain't right with that. Um, but I just, you know, I, I look at these shows that they've created and I just, I'm, I'm bored with them. I mean, Book of Boba Fett was fucking terrible. That was a slog. It was so bad they had to put Mandalorian episodes in the middle of it. It was such trash. And then this... Oh, and I didn't watch the last episode of that either. I guess I, I got to be honest about that because Logan will rip my ass tomorrow. But, you know, I, you got to think about that, too. It's just like I couldn't even get through that because they had the, the whole thing. And then you got from fucking Cad Bane coming back and shooting at people and shit. And I'm just like, what is this? What the fuck are we watching? Like, I wanted to watch Boba Fett like the way that Boba Fett's supposed to be, not some some cuck. I don't want to watch cuck Boba Fett. Boba Fett being nice to people? Well, well, yeah. You see, bounty hunting has changed in the last couple of years. I mean, ever since I was in the Sarlacc pit, I made a choice to change my ways. Get bent with that. Boba Fett's supposed to be ruthless. He's supposed to be a fucking asshole. He's really, I would dare to say, an anti-hero. He probably does the right things at the end, but getting there, I mean, he'll kill you. He doesn't care. Oh, you're a kid and you're playing with your basketball and you're in his way. He'll probably shoot you in the head. He doesn't care. He doesn't have that kind of thing. But yet he's like a diplomat or some shit. And he's being nice to everybody and trying to form the clans and going against the huts. And what what is this? He works for the huts. I know he stole Jabba's palace. I like that was an interesting touch. But like, what the fuck am I watching? This is absolute garbage. So I wasn't happy with that. And honestly... I just think you ruined the end of the series by having Palpatine come back because, again, as I said earlier, if you have Palpatine come back, what was the point? Why did Darth Vader sacrifice himself? Why did why did Luke go through, you know, throwing his lightsaber down and being like, hey, fuck you, Emperor. I'm not doing it, you big bitch. Why even go through that? It was worthless. He just came back later and then Luke dies because Luke had to dematerialize because he overused himself or some whatever the fuck that was. Anybody explain that? What the hell happened to Luke? He just, he's gone. Oh, and by the way, Luke had a metal hand. I don't know if anybody remembers that. But when he disappears into the force, the hand goes with him. The fuck does metal go into the force? You see what I mean? No one thought this through. Anyway, so this is going to be a two-parter. We'll continue. This has been part one. Stay tuned for part two.